Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Wednesday morning. This is where every morning on the weekdays at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we work through just a little bit of the Bible, and this year we'll get through all the Gospels together. So this morning we are looking at Matthew chapter 20, beginning at verse 29. So Matthew chapter 20, 29 through 33. Why don't we go, or through 34, sorry. Why don't we go ahead and get into God's word this morning. Now, as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two men, blind, sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet But they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, that our eyes might be opened. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for your perfect word. We thank you, Lord, for giving it to us and for teaching us by it. Lord, we pray, Father, that we would understand your word, that your Holy Spirit would enlighten our eyes, that we might see what you would have for us today. Please, Lord, let these words be in our hearts and impactful in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there's a few of you already here. Hey, Carol. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Molly. Good to see you guys. We're going to go ahead and start where we always do in this one short story. A, what is this about? So what would you, in the margin of your Bible, what would you write as a one-sentence little summary of what this passage is getting at? What is this about? Well, I would say blind men recognize Jesus is the Messiah and he heals them. So that's how I would write it in the margin of my Bible, that blind men see that Jesus is the Messiah, and Jesus heals them. So you might ask, well, hold on, Brian, where did you get that they said that Jesus was the Messiah? Well, great question. I'm so glad you asked. No, really. Uh, Look with me at what they say, these two blind men who are sitting by the road. When they hear Jesus is passing by, what did they cry out? Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. So they cry out, have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. This idea that he is the Son of David is taking us back to 1 Chronicles chapter 17 that God had promised David, that he would have a son who would sit upon his throne, and that that son would have a kingdom forever. And these two blind men understand that the Messiah has come, that the true son of David has come, the one who is going to sit upon God's throne forever. And so they cry out to him, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. But it's interesting, what do they, what do they say in verse 31, the people around them? They warned them that they should be quiet, right? Don't let the unmentionables say stuff. Just leave them alone, right? The great teacher is here. Leave them alone. But what do they do? What's their response? 
They cry out even more, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. Right? They cry out to him. And so what's, Jesus answers them. He says, What do you want me to do for you? Let our eyes be opened. And Jesus has compassion on them. Oh, what a great thing that the Messiah, the King, the Anointed One, is not un- incompassionate, that he's not unloving, but he has compassion. He has compassion on these blind men who could never repay him, who could never you know, make Jesus better. But just out of his love for them, he looks at them with compassion. The people, the ones that everybody else just wants, just shut up, you know? Here it's Jesus who, who, who says, what do you want done for you? And he opens our eyes. He has compassion on them because they believe that he was the son of David. So what would you, in the, in the margin, or in, in your Bible, what would you underline as the best verse that summarizes this? I, I'll, I'll ask you, go ahead, down in the comments, what is it in your Bible that you would underline as the best verse to summarize this passage. Hey, Ed, good to see you. Well, I think in my Bible, I might underline two things. I might underline what they cried out, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. And I think I would also underline verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them, and he touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. And they followed him. They became his disciples. Right? So, um, so I think those are the two verses I would underline in my Bible. But I don't know. Maybe you have something else. What would you underline in your Bible that you think gets at the heart of this passage? Go ahead and let me know. Uh, now this comes to the, to the harder part that we always have to ask ourselves. We, we did A, what is this about? The next is B, what is the best verse to summarize? But we always end with C. What is the best or what is, what is God calling us to do? See, what is God calling us to do in response to this text? This is the question of let's not just be hearers of God's word, but let's be doers of God's word. What is God calling us to do? Well, for some of us, we need to keep crying out to the son of David. We need to follow him. We need to leave mother and father and sibling We need to follow him. We need to love him more than everything in this world. We need to seek after that pearl of great price. We need to go after Jesus. We need to cry out even when other people would tell us, just be quiet about this Jesus guy. You know, what is it in your life? What's the situations in your life where people have told you, just stop crying out to him. Just fix the problem yourself. Buck up, you know. Just be quiet. We want to learn from this guy. What is it in your life that you're being called to cry out to Jesus for? What is it in your life that that you need to let go of and cling on to Christ instead? I don't know. I don't know. Feel free to send me a message. You can do that or write it down in the comments. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. But let's go ahead and pray for it this morning. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that your word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, that it divides to the division of joint and marrow, and even of soul and spirit. It is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of our hearts. God, you have laid bare our hearts this morning. 
Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would let us realize the idols that we might have in our own lives. Lord, that we would repent of those things, that we would put them to the side and we would cry out like these blind men. Son of David, have mercy on me. God, I pray that this would never stop coming from my lips. Lord, I pray that I would cry out to you till my tying breath. Lord, that I would follow you. Father, please do not let me go my own way. Lord, do not let us go and do whatever we want. But Father, we pray that as you have done a great work in us, Father, we pray that we would follow you till our dying breaths. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Lord, bless you today and give you peace. Bye.